Hello, everyone. Uh, last week, which was January 11th, we began our journey through the book of 2 Corinthians from our New Testament. And um, again, that was last Wednesday, which was January 11th. And what we did uh, that night is we basically just took a look at the background of, of 2 Corinthians, kind of set it up for us a little bit. Um, we learned a couple things, for, well, a few things from 1 Corinthians. Um, of course, we're, we're, we wrapped that up last semester and, um, and starting with 2 Corinthians. And one of the things we learned, and this will play a role in what we look at in the background here um, from 1 Corinthians, is that within the church in Corinth, there, there was a pride issue. Um, there, there were some proud folks within the church, and uh, pride oftentimes um, within a, a church setting, any setting for that matter, but specific, specifically a church setting where you have beliefs that are held very, very deeply by a group of people, um, when there's pride, it usually is followed by division, and there was um, some divisiveness within the church in Corinth. Division was an issue. Um, and we also learned from 1 Corinthians that, that Paul was not popular amongst everyone within the church. So all of that being said, that kind of leads us to uh, 2 Corinthians. Again, the author is the Apostle Paul, just like 1 Corinthians. It was written, um, there's some speculation as to when it was written, between AD 50, late AD 55 to AD 57. Most most scholars believe it would have been it would have been written in the earlier time of that time frame, um, probably near the end of A.D. 55, which would put it being written, if that's correct, it was written in the, within the same calendar year as 1 Corinthians. And we also get, when we put First and Second Corinthians together, as well as some of the other writings in the New Testament, that there was a visit between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians that did not go very well. Um, so, uh, all of that being said, um, we have several letters, two letters specifically in our New Testament, written by Paul to the church in Corinth. We call them First and Second Corinthians. But we know from the letters within the New Testament, these two letters, that there were other letters written um, that we no longer have. Um, those weren't recorded in Scripture, um, and and we do not have a record of those. Those might be discovered at some point in time. Archaeologists um, are always finding new new are having new discoveries discoveries over in that part of the world, but as of right now, we don't have them. So to keep this from getting real, real confusing, um, we're going to go through these letters very quickly. Um, we're going to call, uh, we know of at least four letters that were written by Paul to the church in Corinth. You have, we'll just call it this, this is what scholars have done for a number of years now. You have Corinthians A, and we know there was a Corinthians A, a first letter, because 1 Corinthians 5.9 tells us that Paul, in that letter, he lets us know in his writing that he had already written them once before. So you have Corinthians A, and then you have Corinthians B. Now, Corinthians B is our 1 Corinthians um, within the New Testament. Okay, um, in our study in 1 Corinthians, we found this out, that, that Paul was really, really had a lot of things he needed to talk about with the church in Corinth. There were some issues that needed to be discussed. There were some questions as well that were asked him. And unfortunately, it does not seem that that letter Corinthians B, which is our 1 Corinthians, was as effective as Paul has had hoped when he sent that letter to the church in correcting some of these problems and helping in some of these issues. And Timothy, who delivered the letter, um, was seemingly not strong enough to to enforce what the letter had to say. So 
Therefore, Paul wrote the church in Corinth again, and that is what we'll call Corinthian C. Uh, Corinthian C, just like Corinthians A, we don't have it. Um, it has not been recorded. Um, we do not have it. Um, Corinthian C was written by Paul after um, a very painful visit um, where Paul visited the church. As, as I told you, between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, there, there was a, um, a visit of Paul. Uh, between uh, a visit that did not go very well. Um, so uh, Corinthians C is written after this painful visit. And in this painful visit, we will see from 2 Corinthians, um, our letter that we're studying in the weeks to come, was, there was one opponent in particular that really, really um, came after Paul while he was there. So that was a painful visit. It did not go well. Paul left that visit quite early because he was getting nowhere. It was just causing more hurt and frustration. Um, for him as well as the church. So after he left there, he wrote a very painful letter. Again, that is Corinthian C. It was taken by Titus to Corinth. Um, after this letter is written, Titus meets Paul in Macedonia, which is up to the north of, of Achaia, in which Corinth is located. Um, and Titus and Paul both didn't travel by sea across the Aegean Sea. They traveled by land and met up up in Macedonia, which Macedonia is where you have Philippi, um, namely, as well as some other churches um, up there, the church in Philippi. Um, what took place after Paul or Titus delivered this letter to Corinth, Corinthian Sea, is this is really this is good. They 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 received the letter quite well. Um, things went well when Titus was there. The opponent, Paul's opponent, when he had been there before, was confronted and disciplined. So um, Paul was very excited about this, and therefore we have him writing them again, Corinthians D, which he writes from Macedonia. Remember, 1 Corinthians, he wrote from Ephesus. So he has left Ephesus by this time. So Corinthians D is what we have in our New Testament entitled 2 Corinthians. And um, so all of this is when you put First and Second Corinthians together is when you get this bigger picture. All right. Um, so there's several things that take place in Second Corinthians that we will see. There's an outpouring of affection and love. Um, Paul just thanking them for receiving his letter well. That letter was written um, with tears. It was written with anguish. He was very worried how they would receive it, um, and they received it well. So he there's an outpouring of affection on his part for them. Um, he tells them also in this letter the reason why he didn't come himself. He sent a letter instead. He just knew there would be more hurt if he did so. Um, and he probably wouldn't get anywhere once again. Um, he does give instruction to them for the one who had been disciplined by them as a result of the letter Corinthians C, telling them they needed to forgive this individual and welcome them, welcome um, him back within the body. Um, after this, he just kind of lets them know some of the difficult times that he has been going through recently as an apostle, just to let them know so they can be praying for him. Um, we'll take a look at, at some of that tonight, actually. And then in um, section, I mean, number five, kind of wrapping this up, he encouraged uh, the church to, to be ready to, to have a gift ready for when he came to visit them on the way to Jerusalem. So the church in Jerusalem was, was continuing to hurt. Now, we remember that from um, 1 Corinthians 16, that he had told them there was a need for a gift to be taken for Jerusalem. Um, and now he gets back into that topic again. Now, 
Um, before we wrap this up, this background issue, you, you might see if, if you know anything about 2 Corinthians that that's not where 2 Corinthians ends with just encouragement for a gift for Jerusalem. Um, and there is, quote-unquote, a problem of 2 Corinthians chapter 10 through 13. Um, and th- there's been many who've tried to figure out um, what is going on here because uh, when you wrap up chapter 9 and you jump into chapter 10, there is a big big transition, um, a rude shock to the reader. Um, chapters 10 through 13 are rough. They are absolutely, uh, Paul is, is not happy at all. And people are like, okay, he's been happy with these folks. Uh, um, and then all of a sudden he's not happy with them. What is going on? Well, there's three, um, possible explanations that, that Bible scholars have kind of come up with, um, to deal with second Corinthians 10 through 13. Um, the first, the first possible explanation is this: is that Second Corinthians ten through thirteen is actually a part of Corinthians C. Remember that letter that we don't have was wasn't recorded. We don't have it any longer. The painful letter he wrote after his painful visit. Um, and some believe that that is part of that Corinthians C, and it's been added to the end of Corinthians D, which is our Second Corinthians, uh, and. Without going into a whole lot of detail about that, um, it's kind of a tough explanation for that. Um, the, the, primarily, um, Paul makes it clear that that letter that he wrote, um, Corinthians C, that we do not have, was a sorrowful letter. He wrote it with anguish of heart. If you look really closely at 2 Corinthians 10 through 13, he does not look sorrowful. He actually looks very angry. So um, that is a possible explanation, but um, there might be some better explanations. Secondly, um, and the next explanation for this might be that this is the same letter, but it's just a, it's just the second part of the letter after some correspondence. In other words, just like 1 Corinthians, there was some ongoing correspondence between Paul and the church as he's writing this letter, and it sends him to a completely um, different frame of mind and, and, and a whole different mindset of, of wrapping up this letter. Uh, only issue with that is there when you see this take place in 1 Corinthians between chapters 4 and chapters 5, um, there's not really such an abrupt transition like we find in 2 Corinthians. Now, thirdly, another explanation, and one that I like the best, to be honest with you, is this. 2 Corinthians 10 through 13 belong to a later letter. In other words, Paul sent the letter uh, second Corinthians, or not Second Corinthians, well, we call it Second Corinthians, but um, Corinthians D, um, chapters 1 through 9, he sent that letter, and then later on, he sent another letter, which I guess we could call, and scholars have called, Corinthians E, and then what um, has been done at some point in time, somebody who recorded this took Corinthians E and Corinthians D and put them together. Um, this is kind of would look like this. Paul, after sending Timothy with the letter, um, uh, that would be our Second Corinthians chapters 1 through 9, Paul hears of the arrival of interlopers, um, some people who came to just stir up trouble. Um, if you look closely at 2 Corinthians 10 through 13, Paul is, is attacking the visiting opponents primarily. But he's also expressing his disappointment in the church for not standing up for him when these um, outsiders came in. So, 
that is our basic background to Second Corinthians. Uh, hopefully, you caught all of that. It gets a little technical, a little complicated. Um, we today is January eighteenth, Wednesday, January eighteenth, and tonight in class we'll cover our first chunk of scripture for Second Corinthians. We'll be looking at Second Corinthians chapter one, verses one through eleven. Um, class will begin tonight at seven o'clock. We'd absolutely love to have you join us. And uh, we will have supper right before that. I think it's it's beans and cornbread and soup and salad tonight. So we'd love to have you. If you want to come eat supper, then come to class. Supper starts at 6 and class at 7. And there will be classes for all ages if you choose to join us. We'd love to have you. Um, hope you have a good rest of your day. Hope to see you tonight at class. <music>